Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As Hi there and welcome to the Jane Anderson Show. I am so thrilled that you are here today and that you are joining us on today's episode. Today, as you know, with all the podcast episodes, we speak to uh, women in particular more often than not who have their own consulting practices or looking to be able to grow them. Um, I interview those that I've worked with previously or been part of our programs and implemented some of the methodologies and talk about some of the things that they've learned, what they've um, realized that they should have been doing um, and perhaps some advice for you if you're thinking about trying to grow your practice and perhaps find some of those opportunities where you could do that in terms of your own practice and achieve the success that they have had as well um, if you want to subscribe to future um, podcast episodes make sure you hit the subscribe button um, also you can reach out to us um, you jump onto the jane jane anderson website go to www.jane-anderson.com.au you can subscribe to the community you'll see the option there you'll hear from us each week uh, and you'll also hear about new episodes that are coming out events that are coming up and all those types of things so we'd love to stay in touch uh, in the meantime i'm going to share with you a little bit about our very special guest today so our special guest today is a woman called Sharon Francisco. Now, Sharon, I worked with back in 2017 uh, through to about 2019. Um, and I know Sharon uh, quite well. We, we've worked closely together. And I just love working with her because as part of her journey, she had lots of things to implement and she had the courage to just get in and have a go and get started. Some things were she was within a role in employment and she was employed in a role but some things she implemented and some things she's now really implementing um, even more so today and down the track so Sharon is a coach and a mentor and she particularly works with bookkeepers to scale their bookkeeping businesses she scaled a bookkeeping business from just one bookkeeper to 12 so that's her own particular practice she understands and promotes the practical steps to assist people in helping them to achieve everything they desire from a bookkeeping business. She uses a no-fuss approach and um, uh, to gain traction fast with her clients as they're taken through steps to uncover things like their unconscious blocks, develop growth mindset and build the confidence to really sell their services, uh, lead a team and price themselves really well. She is super enthusiastic. She's really passionate. She's so, um, she's got this incredible energy and essence to be around her and she's really supportive coach the kind of person you want by your side, particularly if you're trying to go through that personal growth and particularly if you have a bookkeeping business and to achieve that success. What makes Sharon really unique is that she has never been a bookkeeper so and she doesn't claim to be. What I love about her is she really steps into her authentic self and she says, you know, I'm actually not that great with the numbers, but what I am really good at is I really understand how bookkeepers work and she understands because um, she's done a lot of work. Her background was working with people like Brad Sugars, uh, Thought Leaders Business School, um, and being able to, she understands how to work with experts in particular, um, people who struggle to really sell themselves and to be authentic in that. So I'm thrilled she's on the podcast today. I'd love for you to reach out, let me know. I would love to hear what you take away from the interview with Sharon today. She's so awesome. Make sure you reach out to her, but um, yeah, make sure you let me know. I'd love to hear what lessons you're taking away from the podcast today. Enjoy the episode. 
Hi, Sharon, and welcome to the podcast today. I am so thrilled to have the opportunity to speak with you. It's been a while since we've caught up, and I've been dying to catch up with you, particularly for this podcast, because, you know, you have been such an inspiration to work with. You are truly extraordinary. Your energy, your essence, and you have created this incredible phenomenal practice we've known each other for some time and I feel like okay now's the time we're going to listen to Sharon and to be able to share your story um and I tell your story a lot to people I use examples and all the sorts of things so it's so nice to finally be able to to speak with you and hear what you have to say um so thanks for being on and are you happy to share a bit about your practice you know how it works where did how did it all start and where it all came from I am, but I feel like we should go back a couple of years. Okay. Well, no, just <laughs> I feel like it's always when you see people that have implemented and got to where you 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 look at people. Like I know when I was in your group, I'd look at other people and go, I wonder how they do that or yeah. wonder how they got there. And it kind of feels like if you're not there yet, it feels like is it, is it real? Is it like and I feel like this just this question and here it's like oh yeah they've done it like it, it, I feel like there was so much pain and growth to get to here it doesn't it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen like boom that you're there and I think yeah what was the question sorry oh, um what was tell us about your practice and how you started it but you know you were talking about but particularly over the last couple of years of past few years because we started working together I think it was about 2016 2017 and um we worked together you were in our women with influence community when we very first kicked it off but we were doing some one-on-one type work as well and um yeah and then you sort of now have come into your practice you particularly work with um bookkeepers but yeah how did you end up in this space of working with bookkeepers and having this whole amazing practice that you've got coaching bookkeepers well definitely the 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 seed was really so because I was an employee when we started working together yeah, I negotiated right. negotiated with the employer to to bring us together yeah and um I, to me from from there to where I am I could I could feel it I could see it and I just I knew that the steps that I had to take, obviously the, the practicality of the program to get to where I am now. Um, but it kind of it kind of took me a while to, to catch. So yes, I, I you gave me all the tools to be able to do what I needed to do, but I kind of had to catch up in my, my head to do that. <laughs> and to the point, Jane, where I kind of had, there was a fork in the road for me and I, my sister, quite often over the years have said to me, just take some time, Sharon, take some time. She always wanted me to take six months. And like, who can take that kind of time? But it's almost like I took three months. I, I made a decision. I got a good tax That's check. Right. And in my little head, I could justify, let's take that tax check and, and justify taking three months off. Mm. And I would say that was one of the most important decisions that I've ever made because I feel like, that's when it all came together in my head of just like <clears throat> the 12 months with you and seeing all the amazing thought leaders that you work with and all of those things mulling around in my head and thinking about it. And I think at the end of that three months, I was quite clear that I needed to, to take the step. Yes. And it's kind of like things happen. When you take time like that, things come out of nowhere. Yes. That, I don't know if you've ever, ever experienced that where 
thing, things just seem, seemed to line up for me and it just doors opened I'm, I'm sure because I had all this stuff happening in the background of knowledge that you've taught me and books and podcasts and seeing other thought leaders do it it's kind of like the doors just opened for me and I did I started working I had a relationship with a, um, a bookkeeping uh, company that has like a, a system called pure bookkeeping yes and so I used to work for them one day a week selling their program mm. and um, had a really good relationship with the founder and um, the CEO. And we did a, we'd done webinars together before and we did started with a webinar and I guess it just all started from there. So um, I do like a one-to-one program. Yes. A group program for just bookkeepers and accountants. So smaller sort of accountants that yes. are part of pure bookkeeping. Yeah. So if we go back, like even before then, Sharon, so your background really, like you come from a sales and business development background. You'd work for people like Brad Sugars, who is, you know, just this global phenomenon of, you know, um, the books he's written and the global programs he's done and helping people build their businesses. And then you've come into spaces like um, thought leaders and then pure bookkeeping. So you've come from, you know, this and... Um, focus on business development and I remember working with you and was always around you know you have this beautiful authenticity and connection that you have you have this warmth I use you as an example in some of my presentations when I talk about um, humanness and warmth in video and and uh, things like that but you sort of started you came into this space around you know working around people who are experts in their space and then, but now where you've kind of gone is being able to connect those two where you're now the expert in and um, in uh, being able to leverage and build and grow and scale a, a bookkeeping practice. So you're a coach in that space. You're not necessarily a bookkeeper by trade. And mm -hmm. I love that I was watching your video recently um, where you make you laugh and you say, well, I actually am not, not numbers are not my forte at all. I'm not a bookkeeper, but I'm great at being able to motivate and work with bookkeepers because you know their practices so well and how they operate. So now you're working with bookkeepers. So you essentially have a group type program or a mentoring program with them where you work with them over a sort of a 12 month period. Yeah. And, um, they, uh, so what are some of the things that you do with them? If you're not knowing, talking about numbers, what are some of the things and like, what are the challenges that bookkeepers, bookkeepers have that you help them with? Yeah, I think, and I, I think going back to me not being a bookkeeper, that gives, I guess, it's got to be um, a cool thing for people to know as far as if you're, like, to build a business that you don't even know like what I was so frightened when I was building that business I had no idea right. and sitting in front of accountants was our major sort of strategy to get business through the door it was right. so fearful to begin with and right. just to build that business and get the gain the confidence that I needed to to fill fill us up as far as our clients were concerned was right. I think just a I don't know it's it's got to be an encouraging thing for other people building business that they are in their environment so being outside of that is yeah. um yeah it's i don't know what i'm saying sorry <laughs> um so the challenges my, that they have sharon yeah so um with the group coaching and the one-to-one -one, the main area that i kind of work on is it's around confidence they say cash is king mm. i believe confidence is king so oh. if you can um 
figure out where your stops are. And this is the main thing that I work with you. What, whatever fear comes up, um, I, I think that's like a little tap to say, well, what is it? Go further into that and figure out what that is. And I think what we're so used to and conditioned to is run away from fear. Yeah. So if that feels like it's going to not, um, if that's going to hurt or it's not really a nice feeling, yes. you run away from that and go back to your comfort zone. Right. I was listening to somebody the other day, I can't remember who it was, you know, saying, you know, in America, um, there's that whole tornado belt. Yes. Every, every few years, all the tornadoes go through. Yes. It's devastating, right? Yep. And they go, I can't remember who it was that I listened to. And he said, um, he said, but they rebuild and they're there again. And because right. that's, their, that's their physical home, that feels like home, they stay there. Yes. And so I think we do the same thing with our emotional home. So we keep going back to what feels good. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and if it feels good to not step out of your comfort zone and, and stay in your lane, and I know for bookkeepers and accountants, they stay in doing the, the compliance work, doing the do, and not sort of seeing, I mean, there's a handful of bookkeepers and accountants out there that have seen the, the model where you can actually scale that, have bookkeepers work for you here mm -hmm. in Australia and overseas and manage that whole whole thing and never have to do any compliance work again because I know a lot of the people I work with they're, they're done with that right. <laughs> they're doing it for 20 or 30 years and they're sick of doing that grind yes and certainly that's exactly what I did when I was with my sister-in-law to scale the bookkeeping business not being a bookkeeper I had 12 or three accounts and nine bookkeepers working for me right. doing all the work and bringing that in so I think it's the big thing that I think I'll work on is just stopping whatever fear comes up and, and going deep into that and understanding that more and knowing that whatever that is, I feel like it's our dirty little secret. I feel like whatever <laughs> fear comes up, it's like, well, we can't talk about that. because no, We're going to get found out. Can we get found out? And that whole imposter syndrome that comes up. I remember when I was in that group with you and I'd, I'd look at you with standing up in front of all those women and doing it. It's like, I can see it, I can feel it, but I don't know, like I feel this. And that's, to me, it was like, I had this thing and I've always had it since a little girl. If somebody else can do it, so can I. It's right. just, I've just got to figure out a way around it. Okay. It's yeah. like, and I think that's kind of the, like the, the overarching thing of my program. It's like, I remember the first time I was going to, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. Right. And, um, I looked for, I was in part of a running group and I looked for another woman similar age to me that had kids that had a full on job. And I thought, I'm just going to go and meet her. She was one of the best runners in the group. Right. And I was nervous again to meet her because I'm not a great runner. Yeah. And I said to her, Karina, can we have a coffee? And I took her out for coffee and I asked her like, what's your training program? Who's your coach? What do you eat? How often do you sleep? Like, what, how do you make all that work in your world? Mm. And I just took her her framework and just templated it and did it myself right I just thought, like if she can do it so can I right and certainly not as fast as her I mean she's a really fast runner but I think I did that kind of with you I kind of looked I looked at you and I thought I, I can do this I know I can you're just another woman just like me right and I can I can take what you're teaching and apply it to my world and I think that's that's what I did but it sounds easy. I think I feel like I, there was a lot of pain that I I feel like I went through to get to the other side of that. Right. I was willing to sort of go deep into the fear that came up for me. Right. 
And like, so based on, you know, if we think about all the things that you've implemented since that time, like, because I think the big thing too that you really did and I always really admire you is that even if you're going through that, you always showed up. Like you'd always go, okay, I know if I'm, I'm in the right room and even if I'm feeling uncomfortable, I know I'm in the right space. You used to say that all the time. Um, you know, if you think about over the, over the time that we've worked together and the things that you've implemented, so whether it's been creating content, whether it's lead gen, whether it's marketing systems, whether it's designing programs or presenting or mindset type stuff, like what have been the things that have stood out to you that, you think you know you think back to that time when you're starting out to where you are now where you've got this phenomenal practice and you've implemented all these things what have been some of the main things that you feel like you've implemented in the methodologies we've worked with everything jane everything <laughs> that you taught so <laughs> i honestly sit here so often and think and i'm always referring to your books it's like i think it's just your, it's just the whole thing, like everything. And, and I think that all of that, again, is surrounded in this, um, it's like all the different tools that you had around Think, Sell, Deliver. Yeah. Was the pieces of the puzzle that helped me get the confidence that I needed to take the action. Right. So even to the point, like you mentioned before about the videos, like I didn't know that me being on video would have that much of an impact and I think you know when you said to me Sharon I think with the way that you come across on video you should do more videos I'm like oh really I don't really want to do that <laughs> <laughs> but you did nearly 40 a day in them even though you didn't feel like doing it you did them <laughs> yeah and it worked didn't it like and, and I mean just that like just I think you've had so much experience around what works and what doesn't. And I think I, I've noticed I was talking to um, my business partner the other day and I said, I feel like part of what's made it work, even with the bookkeeping, when I started the bookkeeping business and the yeah. founder, Debbie Roberts, at the time, it's like, at the time when I was doing it, it was folders right now. It's all online. Yeah. And I'd ring her every about every six weeks, two months ago, Deb, I'm stuck. What do I do? And she'd tell me what to do and I'd just go and do it. Right. So I have, and I was kind of like, that's what kind of frustrated me so much, why it kind of took me a little while to, and it took me that three months of like, wh what is it that I need to do? Because I was still an employee. I wasn't even, I think if I was in business, I would have had an idea of what that, my IP was and had that figured out. So I kind of had to figure that out. Mm. But I think that's why it works so well. As soon as I had the business. Yes, you could <laughs> start applying it. That's it. I applied your methodology. It's just like I think the analogy is that the, the elastic band's been stretched back, 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 and you were doing that back, back, and then it's just finally been let go, and it's just been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So I think it's the faith that I had in what you taught me, and I just blindly have followed that without any question. And and you know, with people when you work with them, when they when you just follow what somebody's done that you want to do it just makes it a lot easier if you don't question it, <laughs> Do it. <'Cause> it works. <laughs> and that three months I think is sometimes I think this happens for a lot of um, people in their practices is that they have to find 
their version of it. And it's not till you have a go and start to apply it. And, you know, all those things kick in the imposter syndrome. And what if I try it and it doesn't work? Or what if I get found out? Or what if people see I'm not really as good as I think I am? And, um, but it, uh, it's, you've got to sort of get in and just have a go. And yeah. it takes a lot of surrendering to yeah. trust a process, doesn't it? And to go, okay, I'm relinquishing a little bit of control here and I'm handing that control over to go okay I will do this I'll have a go and I'm trusting this process and I'll just get in and do it so today like for where you're at now so you have um, the program that you've got so now you're creating your content you're delivering programs so you're delivering them virtually and some face-to-face -face or mostly all virtual show yeah online yeah and you've got how many clients in your current program? You've got something like um, um, how many bookkeepers? Around 24. 24. 24. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And just to get some idea, because, you know, I think one of the things I struggled with when I started was I was going, how much do people pay for this kind of stuff? Like, you know, for us as women, it's really easy to undervalue. Like, hmm. just to get an idea of pricing, like what do you have a range of pricing that people pay for is it a set price is it monthly they pay for a year how does all that work if you're happy to share yeah I was the same I didn't to begin with it's like well what what is it and I think that's where to begin with it's like you don't know so you I guess testing the market so to begin yeah. with I kind of started off on a lower rate but now I'm my one-to-one uh, -one program which is two hours a month um, fortnightly coaching is 2200 right and for my group is twice a month for an hour and a half okay. um, and that's uh, 9.95 inclusive of GST. Oh so you have two different programs you have a coaching program that's one-on-one -on -one, and then you've got a group one yeah? Yeah that's it yeah. Yeah great and um, and do they do things like do you do get-togethers like do you do an annual event or do they get to socialize together at any point like because we're coming out of lockdown right so it's been hard to get people together is that yeah. something that they do or do you have anything like that that you'll do in future do you think or I'd say so in the future so I've had a few people I actually have a closed Facebook that is very um, active and yeah. I'm getting them to do all the things you made me do <laughs> <laughs> they have to post a video and so it's been a lot of fun there's been some hilarious our videos in there it's been oh has it very, so they're doing video them, now yeah i'm getting them to do videos and also yeah just the interactions really good because so, they're all sort of trying to go towards the same thing so it's good yeah. to have that group together um and i've only just started that about two weeks ago so it's been oh, really okay good. Um, yeah, so we were um, talking, the CEO and I of Pure Bookkeeping, we're talking about getting um, together a summit that's face-to-face. -face. So yes. we, that's not been fully planned yet, but I'd say we'll get everyone together at some point for sure. And Sharon, what's the dream for you, for your practice? Like, where do you want it to go from here? Because you've, you've had a phenomenal year and a mm. super successful year where you've gone from, you know, really just starting out to a applying all these things getting the leads and I think the big one is just being yourself and trusting yeah. yourself Absolutely. Um, but what what do you want the future to look like for you and your practice yeah look I, I my big thing is it's it's we we're just talking before like it, to help people realize what they can do especially people that have been in business bookkeepers and accountants that have been doing this for you know 
10, 20, 30 years that have just had enough. They right. just don't want to do this anymore by themselves. Working weekends and nights. And particularly think, things like where it's end of financial year, right? And like bass, when they're going to do the bass and for their clients. Like I'm thinking all those times where they're sort of those crunch time sort of times where they're, they're having to work around the clock. You're sort of doing that, um, help, helping them to ease that pressure a bit. Is that right? Yeah. And also too, Jane, I think for like, for people like you and me, like I'm a high eye in debt. No, and like high eye with a good chunk of D in there. Yeah. So for people like you and me, we're we're probably we 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 protect our sort of personal space well, and we so if we don't want to do something, we're quite comfortable saying. Whereas bookkeepers are generally high S's and C's, and so yes. they come from a place of of serving and and yes. giving back. So they are not generally going to say no, I can't do this or. Um, They'll, they'll just keep working and working and working to, to get the job done, to help the client, to do the right thing by the client. Mm. And I find it just so helpful and satisfying. And a, the, a big part of what I do is to be able to get them to see that they don't need to keep doing that. They can create right. a business that's, that's going to really serve them, but they also still get the same outcome for their clients, but yeah. in a way that they, they can manage it so it's not eating up every single hour of their day. Right. That's what, for, for the future for me, I want to be able to help as many bookkeepers and accountants yes. see and realise that like you did for me. Yes. See that you can do it, Sharon. You can really yes. do this yourself. I want to yes. be able to do what you've done for me for bookkeepers right. and accountants. Right. As many as that. I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think you bring up a good point because for a lot of us as coaches, like for them, is we've got to walk our talk. So mm -hmm. we have to be demonstrating what we're trying to get our clients to do because otherwise it's not the lived experience like we're saying, but we're not doing. And so, because if you're doing, then you're providing the walking example. If Keith Abraham was here, he'd say, you've got to be the walking example. If you're walking mm -hmm. example, then you're like, oh, okay. So that's how they do it. So if they can do that, and then, like you said, is that belief that you can do it. But then secondly is to say, well, but then what is my version of that? So, okay, so I get to bring, because I know you talk a lot about um, authenticity and just being the real version of you. And I think that's a real, um, I'm imagining for your clients, there's a lot of uh, permission that comes with there's the permission that I can do something for myself. I can still get the right outcome for a client, but I can mm -hmm. manage my boundaries and I can manage myself and I can put certain systems in place. But, you know, you don't have to, you know, sort of, um, be in this uh, flogging yourself at yeah. these moments that you can, things can be better. It just because, you know, these times of the year require you know a more focused effort but it doesn't have to be that way and there is a different way and I think that permission that we give people but you walk your talk with that when we see uh, what I love about what you do is that it's not about we're not seeing you know even the video if you get to see Sharon's video I might even put a, um, a, a link with the podcast if you get to see it Sharon um, and uh, has got this video. It's a branding video. It's essentially like a positioning video, if you like, for Sharon's practice. And it captures the essence and the energy 
of who you are. So it's not Sharon just talking to camera and going, hi, my name's Sharon. You know, I work with bookkeepers, blah, blah, blah. But there's there's the footage captures this energy and this warmth and connection that you have with your clients as you're having coffee and working through it and you're working with them like you're looking together at the, some of the like you're writing things down but then there's footage of you you know you're you talk a lot about your health and well-being and looking after yourself there's footage of you in a personal training session with your girlfriends and so you know I think it's a great reminder that you share is that whilst we have a category or, or there's a service that we deliver which is working with bookkeepers to help them scale their practices mm. but what is it that makes you unique and that uniqueness is I love you you laugh in the video and you go I'm not even that great with numbers but <laughs> and I'm not even a bookkeeper you know that's hugely um uh that's really quite an incredible and a vulnerable thing to say because we can get so caught up in our credibility and I've done this but but you you your experience has been a slightly different angle and that we don't always have to have been the exact person that that market that we're working with but if you know how to work with that market and you know how to get the most out of them and you're getting those results and they're because they're going well I want to be Sharon when I grow up (laughs) that's that's essentially that video you've done is essentially what you're selling not just yes the scaling but I want to be I want to feel like I have that energy. I want to feel like I have that vitality. You know, you have this incredible um, uh, uh, energy around you and that essence so that people go, yeah, I want to feel like Sharon. She comes, she's got a big smile on her face every day. She's like, we're doing this. She's laughing. She's having a great time all the time. Like, (laughs) how do I get some of that? I want to, I don't want to just scale my business because anybody could do that. But I want the Sharon Francisco version of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think you know that over the years you read and you hear, and people say you just be you. Yeah, and and if it was that darn simple, wouldn't we all do that? <laughs> like, I, I've so, and I think you know my upbringing and you know coming from like a country upbringing where you know out in the middle of nowhere, right? I grew up in a place where there was not many people. I was so excited yeah. to see people when we went <laughs> to town. Like it was, I think, I, I actually came from a really sort of um, rounded, um, centred place where I could be me. And then, you know, you go out into the yeah. world and you get knocked around and it, it's, you go back into yourself and you think, oh, okay, now I have to create this version, and I think going through corporate and doing all that kind of um, interesting journey through corporate, so it does knock you around a bit, and yeah. it, it shapes you in such a way that you you have to become something to to survive. And yeah. I found that probably one of the most inauthentic feelings to try and do something and be be somebody that I I I, I wasn't, and and coming out and being and you I think through the program with you and and the mirror that you put up to my and I tell this to so many of my clients the mirror that you put up to my face to say hey this is what's good about you Sharon this is what people like about the video and all the little steps that you gave me it was like that's that's who I am (laughs) (laughs) don't I have to do something else (laughs) So you kind of gave me the permission to be me and I think that was the best gift that anyone could give me because to be yourself is the most liberating, beautiful feeling ever. And then 
the icing on the cake of that <laughs> is when people buy that, like when they go, okay, I really like that about you and I'm going to take on your advice and, and then you see success with what they're doing. And, you know, some of my clients have had some massive wins and successes and it just gives you that reassurance that it's okay to be me and I, yeah. it's going to make a difference. And holy cow, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so good. So mm. what advice would you have, Sharon, if someone's sitting here going, okay, I, I'm, uh, I'm struggling to step into me and or if they were trying to grow their practice, what would be one or two tips that you might have for them to say, you know, if I were you, here's what I would do join your program (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's the thing it's like so I've got this thing with my clients it's like if if you want to achieve something whatever comes up in front of you that's not going to be a stop it's just a thing to go okay here's a little tap I've got to figure out what that is and whatever that is and it's generally around uh, our self-worth whether we think we can do something or not whatever story you've got and 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 know a lot about stories are not so true sometimes so whatever story we're telling ourselves yeah figure out a story that's going to work for you to get your outcome and I think um (laughs) whatever whatever resources tools or people you need to put in front of you to help you with that yeah do that and and certainly for me you were the first step for me to start seeing what that um trail to get through to to the other side was so you gave me the tools and resources it took me a couple of years to realize that and the three months off to go yes I can do this I think if I was in a business at the time it would have happened a lot quicker but I don't feel like timing is an excuse so like what what however long it takes you and I think you sort of referred to this before I will, and I've always said this, I'll never give up until the day I die, I'll keep trying. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, I just, and I think, you know, you just throw enough mud at the walls, some sticks, (laughs) and yeah. You are the master of persistence and and continuing to just keep having a go and keep trying. I just love that. Um, Thank you so much for being on today, Sharon. If people want to connect with you and to reach out to you, I think the big things are taking away today is be yourself, have the permission to be yourself. There's nothing more liberating than that. Um, uh, uh, get the right people around you, get a mentor. You said, and I know that you um, that's why you're in this space because you've had fantastic mentors in the past, not necessarily me but other people that have got that you've um connected with as part of your journey um and um and work out your version of that i love that you've just tried your own path you've taken all those things on but you've worked out your version and your identity and who you are to make that happen so uh if you want people to reach out to you where would you like them to go Oh, I've got a website, SharonFrancisco.com. Um, and um, yeah, or you can connect with me there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll put the links on um, the show notes if you're looking for them. Thanks so much, Sharon. We are in awe of your success and, uh, and we can't wait to have you back on the show uh, in future. Thanks, Dan. I've really appreciated the time we spent together. It's been awesome.